Hey, I've seen this one. I've... to Dazzy and Butcher's Infinity Gems where we discuss the little gems we found on our TV and DVD shelves that last for infinity and beyond and beyond um, now I've only got three gonna things be a lot of, it's going to be a lot of plugging that you know that don't you there's going to oh, yeah. be a lot of that over the next two weeks we, we need profits from Ma- Music Magpie and from oh. Disney now yeah yeah don't think we're going to get anything from fucking Disney well, I wouldn't be surprised they monopolise everything else. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll probably fucking take the show, man. We're not allowed to touch it. So we've mentioned some in Disney. We've got all, we're, you're going to have a letter through your door. D- Disney will buy it and then sell it to Netflix. Sell it to Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Make a film on you. We're going to sell it to Amazon. and It's not going to fucking get released. <laughs> Uh, yeah, right, so I've only got three things, uh, so I'll let you start as usual, because I'm sure you've got more. As usual. As usual. Right, okay. Now, first of all, um, see, one of these, I'm not sure whether we can do it, because I'm not sure how long it's been out. Right. I think, I think it's been out long enough. Um, hang on, let me check the release date. Um, don't don't want to be getting me pink slip in the morning. Pink slip. <laughs> this episode us, us, has been out longer than two two months today. Oh yeah, it's been and gone. Yeah, I've seen that as well. Go. Fantastic. Right. Okay. There you go. People already fucking ruined it. <laughs> you know, um, yeah, 2019 us. Yeah. Um, mm, I haven't really heard of any of the actors, but saying I, I, I never, I'd never heard of any of the ones that get me out either. Well, um, Winston Duke was uh, in Black Panther. Oh, was he the? Was he the baddie? Well, uh, no, he was the 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 rival tribe leader who then saved him in the end. I get you. I get you. Right, okay. Um, obviously, Jordan Peele is the guy that did Get Me Out. Yeah. Absolutely. Another great fucking film. Um, I think one of us might have, one of my, have to fucking watch that this week. Um, again, I watched that a fair few times. But do you know what? This was a weird one. When I, when I say weird, I mean, I mean weird as in weird. But very, very grabby. Yeah. I wanted. I really. I gotta be honest. 
I've read all the reviews on it, and it gets it gets really good reviews, but people even to the fact as goes far as saying it was better than Get Me Out. It's his finest work yet. I didn't actually think so because, like I said, I stuck with it because I I, I felt I needed to, um, but. I wasn't wowed by it. No. I don't know why. I don't know why. I wanted to be because yet again it's what it's one of them it's one of them films that they sell it to you with the trailer and when it comes to the actual film itself it kind of lacks. Yeah, I I liked it until they started getting stupid with it like keeping score I killed this many. Yeah, I killed the. Leader. Yeah, that, that's the. Yeah, the dad fucking fucking wound me up. I just I wanted him to die badly. Like, he was just he was your typical. You know what I mean? You know, I mean going out onto the porch. I mean, not. But I don't know about you, Daz, But if a family turned up outside my house, you know what I mean? Uh, all right, I'll go out once. I'll see what the fuck's up. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay there? Is there? You know. But but he goes back in, and it's like, yeah, okay, I'll go back out. Give me the bat, <laughs> you know. And then he's just like, you know, you want to get freaky? I'll get freaky. Come on. And I'll be like, oh, maybe you shouldn't have done that. And it, you know, um, it was very beginning was great. I did like the ending. I'm not going to say what it is because obviously people oh, haven't seen it. There was a couple I, of twists. I, I, do you know what I mean? It was it I, again. I, like I say, I like I like the director very much. Like him, I think I think he's fantastic. Um, there was just a, a few bits in it which I just thought were a bit. I don't know. I, I, I can't find the word. I just. They kind of made me want to turn it off. It lost me a couple of times. I was like, oh. You know, and you know when it's lost me, because I'll just pick up my phone and start fucking pissing about with my phone. And and then something will happen. I'll be like, ooh, chuck my phone down. Um, I felt... <sighs> if, I'm, if I was going to mark it out of ten, I'd probably give it a six. I think the ending definitely saved it. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, I hope there's, I do hope there's a sequel. Of, of so, of some sort. Of some sort. I don't see how they can do a sequel. I mean, the the plot being, you know, it this it's been spoiled. Yeah. You know, you you kind of you kind of get the gist of what the fuck's happened by the ending. Um. It's clever. It's clever, and it's like I say, it's quite scary. Mm. There's there's a lot of us and not a lot of them. <laughs> that's I think that's how I kind of summed it up. Um, the Alex, I'm trying to think what her name was. What was her name? Um, Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah. Uh, she. I liked her. I did like her. Yeah. Um, I like well, 
Oh, see, I can't say too much because I don't want to spoil it for people. It, I think people get the gist of what it is by the trailer anyway. Yeah. Because the trailer kind of gives it gives it gives it away anyway, which was fucking stupid. Um, but I like the two sides of it. Do you know what I mean? And then and then you get to that that bit, and you're like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> the fuck have I been watching? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's what I mean. But that was that was just the defining moment, which made me. I liked it. Yeah. I, I, I like the ending because the ending just made me go wow uh, now I think about it actually they were both in Black Panther and Avengers the mum and the dad she wasn't thinking was she oh no she wasn't what was she doing up there all this time no she was Nakia Nakia she's done quite a bit by the fucking looks of it recently yeah yeah she was uh, she was in Jungle Book. She was also Maz Kanata in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Want to watch. Yeah. Um, but I think it's something you've got to pay attention to because they yeah. explain the actual underlying plot bit by bit. It, it is. It, it's 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 one that you don't. You, you literally. I'm gonna watch it again in the next couple of weeks. I'm not gonna watch it again straight away because I think it's too soon. Yeah. Um, I might be one to watch when 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 the missus on is on holiday, and I'll come back and I'll talk about it again. Um, but first, first, I don't know. First, first opinion of it. I, I mean. I'm only going to give it. A, I'm not going to give it a six, but a permanent six. I'm only going to give it a six based on the fact that it lost me a few times, and now I kind of like get the gist of it. I'll fill in the gaps, and it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It. It's got potential to be a seven point five. On on the scale of, we don't see horrors anymore. I don't. I, I don't. I don't. I didn't mark this as a horror. Do you know what I mean? Not once was there a jump scare in it. Um, Which is a good thing. Yeah. Jump scares. I, I, I think that. I'd rather it be suspenseful. Yeah. Jump scares are over-fucking-done. Yeah, they're overrated, man. This is just... Not, not only are they overdone, but they put them all in the trailer. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, The Nun. Perfect example. Mm. Perfect example. I went to see The Nun, and... the. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really wanted to I, I knew I, I thought I was going to be scared because nuns freak me out anyway and them eyes freak me out and there was just them bits like when she when she's like in the tombs yeah and it's fucking following her and it got to that bit and I was ready I was prepped for it and it didn't jump once <laughs> the bitch in front of me did um you know but yeah, they are. Jump scares are overrated now. It's it's a shame that we can't get that um that nineteen eighties, nineteen nineties vibe back of horror. Or even or even horror mixed with comedy. Because mm. I'm not even I'm not, I'm not gonna talk about this 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 film that I'm on about because I watched the horror, the horror slash spoof the other day, and I just thought, oh my god. God, 
this is why I don't watch fucking horror films anymore. <laughs> you know, it was, I'll just tell you, so you see, you don't watch it. Uh, it's fucking terrible, it was. Um, Killer Weekend. Uh, the title rings a bell, but I haven't seen it. Absolute dog shit. It's got a few a few well-known British actors in it, but I mean, it's, it's one of them. They're just trying to do a Simon Pegg, Nick Frost. Ah. Uh. You know what I mean? Or a, Dan, or a Danny Dyer in, I can't remember what film it was, with the, with the zombie fucking um, women. You know, a, t- a town that's just basically dead. Oh, They're all um, doghouse. Dog, that's it. Yeah. It's it's, it's radio controlled women. <laughs> radio controlled women. It's one of them, dude. It is one of them, and it's horrifically bad. Yeah. I mean, uh, it gets good reviews, but I do like Doghouse, but I think they take the piss out of themselves. You know, they're not trying to pretend to be anything else other than a horror comedy. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? No, no disrespect to the Yanks, but you haven't got a fucking clue when it comes to horror. Oh, Britain, they really haven't. Miles. You know, um, Brit- British, British is it's just there, man. It's a pity a British director don't pick up fucking Halloween. If I'm honest, but I like the new one. Yeah, and um, the sequel to the sequel is starting filming this year. It is. It is. So we we we're gonna get still gonna get the original Michael. Yeah. He, he, that's right, people. He didn't die in the fire. He never fucking dies. Never <laughs> dies. Right. So that, I mean, that's my that's my first one. That's us. All right. Um. So I watched this one immediately after. Um. We did last week's episode. Mm. Um. I think it's only the third time I've watched it. The first time I watched it, it just happened to come on one Christmas. And I thought, this sounds stupid. It looks kind of stupid. I'll not pay attention to it. And so I had my head down on the laptop. And just as the film went on, the more I looked up, I'm getting into this. <laughs> I'm enjoying this. I like that was. I really next, don't want to watch it. Next thing I went like 10 up. minutes without looking at my screen. Oh, it's got this. I'm into this now. Right. Um. It stars Dennis Quaid. Right. From 1985. 1985, Dennis Quaid? And, you know, it's a shame this isn't still called Hidden Gems because this one is a hidden gem. It also stars one Louis Gossett Jr. Oh, hang on. (laughs) Hang on. It's basically only about them two, so there isn't much more of a cast. That's what I was going to say. It definitely can't be fucking Jaws. <laughs> oh, Jaws 3. Oh, yeah. oh, they were in that together as well, weren't they? Yeah. 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 Um, oh, Directed by what? Wolfgang Peterson. Oh, no. That's... That's... I think... Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. That's thrown me off. That's thrown me off a bit. Uh, oh, shit. Somebody's telling me an alien. It's a sci-fi. Yeah, it does have an alien in it. Can't think of the title. 
Well, I think you've got it anyway. It's uh, enemy mine. Ah. Also, practical oh, effects as well. Drac. Drac. Yeah, the Drac. Yes. <laughs> yes. Ah. Oh. I'm I'm annoyed that it was a flop as well. It made half its budget, not even half. Um, oh, it was a fifteen. That's right. Yeah, I think that was for the language. So, basically, Dennis Quaid's a human, um, space, whatever pilot. Uh, they're at war with a race of aliens called Drax. Uh, one of each race crash lands on this planet and. <clears throat> Initially, they try and kill each other. Uh, then they realise the planet is pretty dangerous, and they've got to coexist. And it's just the building of a relationship and understanding each other's languages. Because obviously, one speaks English and one speaks Drakian language, whatever he's. Yeah, speaks. yeah, yeah. But there's an element of comedy when when the Drac, uh, who I think he calls Jerry, because his name's Jerry Bashigan. Uh, just starts to learn English. So there's a bit when Dennis Quaid's building a, a hut, and he's like, "That steady as a rock." And the, the drag's just looking at it, and he just goes, "Shit, <laughs> <laughs> shit." What do you mean, shit? That's as steady as a rock. That is. Walks over, gives it a little kick. Next thing, the whole thing collapsed, and the drag just goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I might have to watch this myself now. How did you come across that? It just came on one Christmas, and then, um, like, like I said, I got into it and then found it online somewhere. Oh, oh we know, we know online. Yeah. Hang on, as we normally do. <laughs> is it? Is it on music? It's got to be on music, Magpie. Let me see. Let me see. I'm sure Family Guy referenced it once. It was just like a DVD in a bag in bin somewhere. Let's have a look. We should uh, we should we should put our money together and our and our heads and start start a movie a movie a movie site like Netflix where you can actually just get gems. Yeah. You know what I mean? We can probably direct you there as well, but we'd get shot down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the only problem with fucking Music Magpie. It's not the best navigating. I saw I find it. It's a bit... Let's have a look. See what we got. Music Magpie. There we go. Enemy. Gotta, gotta be on there. Come on. Don't let us down, Magpies. Here we go. Enemy mine. Come on. Come on. It has to be released on DVD, otherwise, we see me ass. Oh, there it is! Yay! There it is! Oh my god! <laughs> They actually released a steel book edition, dude. Ooh. That is so smart. Yeah, I think it became a bit of a cult favourite after its initial release didn't do so well. That's actually a nice steel book edition, huh? 
I might have to. Uh... Oh, it's Blu-ray. Oh, it's a Blu-ray with a DVD. One of them double-placed steelbook editions. Ooh. I will order that. How much is it on Magpie? Well, this this version is twelve quid. It's because it's brand new, sealed. But you can get it for one ninety nine. Um, two for three pound. See, and I type Amazon here, and it's got sixteen pound. Two for three quid, dude. I mean, there's some like there's some nice little fucking um, films in them. Two for three quids. It's surprising, but that's going to be added to mine. My missy said to me the other day, she said, Dave, have you been on my Amazon? I said, no. Dave, tell the truth, have you been <laughs> on my Amazon? Because in my in my wish list, there's, are you being served in sickness and in health? <laughs> don't judge me. She goes, why are you watching stuff like that? I said, hon, I said, they don't make shit like that anymore. Watch an episode on Netflix that's got white neighbours and black neighbours wanting to fucking kill each other. <laughs> Unreal, like I just can't, I can't, I can't, I just can't. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's Jerry's sarcasm that keeps me glued to this. Just when he once he learns English, that's it. He's sarcastic as fuck. Uh, there's a bit when he finally does build a nice little hut and it's, you know, covered in all these apparently asteroid-proof tortoise shells. Just yeah. ignore that bit. He's like, see, where would you be without me, Jerry? He goes, home. Home. <laughs> 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 I like that. Home. <laughs> yeah, there's some there's some good lines in it as well. It's got. Uh, it's got to be. It's got to be still. A, if you I mean, if you if you watched it on one of our special sites, then yeah. it's still got to have a following because it's got to be seeded. Well, yeah. So, mm, I'm definitely gonna go on. I'll definitely. I'm definitely gonna buy that. Yeah, definitely not Jaws 3D with Dennis Quaid oh, and Louis Gossett Jr. Anyway, mind. We're not. We're not talking about Jaws 3D. No. I'll kill anyone that watches that film. <laughs> it's just—it's a shame, really, because if they hadn't—if it wasn't filmed for 3D and it was just you know normal 2D effects, it wouldn't be a bad film. No. It's just when you watch it in 2D and you can see these effects, like basically a cutout of a shark gliding towards a window and then a shatter effect is fucking awful. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Still not quite as bad as Jaws or Revenge, though. No, no. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I still, I still don't count any film, um, any Jaws, Jaws, Jaws film after number two, if I'm honest. Even, not even Michael Caine could save it, really. No, and I think he, he knows how bad it was. I think he's been asked about Jaws: Revenge before, and he's just like, I got paid for it, and that was it. <laughs> I got paid for it, and that was it. <laughs> I mean, it's just a bit where he, you know, he, he basically parks the plane up the shark's ass. <laughs> just, no, man. Just, it's just, it's just the, stupid. The worst possible logic in Jaws of Revenge, they basically speared a shark with the the bow of the ship, and the next thing the yeah. shark explodes. 
Yeah, it's no, <laughs> no, especially after you watch all Roy Schneider. Yeah, you know what I mean. De- deal two, deal two, fantastic blows. Still can't believe that you know, Steven Spielberg would say that he hates his jaws. Uh, I, can't just, I mean, he did have a rough time making hit- it. He hates Jaws. He hates the theme music, so, yeah. and it's like the just the most iconic. Yeah, it's, it's just like after everything he's made, he's mostly remembered for Jaws. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I say he's over. That's why I basically stand by the fact that I think he's overrated because I think I've watched more bad films than I have good films of Spielberg. If I'm honest. I mean, I couldn't stand that. What was that one with Jude Law in it? What, what was it about? Is it AI? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I think I enjoyed Super 8, so I need to watch it again. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. I wouldn't watch it. Do you know what? And I'm going to... People are going to want to assassinate me off this. I won't watch Stranger Things. I know. I've heard you say it. I, I like Stranger Things. I won't watch it. I just... I just no, because I've got this thing about making films today and making them as if they were in the 80s. It, they, they just don't look... They, there's, this, there's a problem when you record a film today as if it was filmed, you know what I mean? Mm. It was You're living in the 80s. It's not grainy. And I keep going on about that thing because grain, because... I honestly believe you can tell the difference. Even yeah. with DVDs, man. Even with DVDs, they, they don't they don't fuck with with the, you know, remasters of eighties. I said I said one last week that I said I'd like redone, and there's aliens, because I would like to see it given the treatment, so I could just see what it would look like given you know what i mean in today hmm. not necessarily i prefer it because like i say the way the way the way they shoot things are different now you know what i mean they the, the use the, they use 360 fucking automated cameras yeah, yeah, yeah. on tracks and everything but you know what i mean it's not like it's not like fucking mad max when you're in a car next to you going he's got too slow speed up speed up <laughs> um know? On, on the flip side, I haven't watched it this week, but I will mention it because I think this one is the only thing I've seen that's modern and actually captured the 80s. Um, it was made in 2003, yeah. but they shot it on 16mm and they did everything they would have done in the 80s, basically. So it, it's got that grainy look and feel to it and the costumes and the set and everything. Um, and it also stars 80s icon Tom Noonan. Yeah. Uh, it's called House of the Devil. House of the Devil. That's something that let me watch this. I've got. Very good film. It's you, if if you didn't know any better, you'd swear it was made in the eighties. Um, oh, actually, it was two thousand nine. It was made, but yeah, you'd, you'd swear it was made in the eighties when you watch it. By the oh, look of it, oh. the soundtrack and everything, it's about a babysitter who gets. Uh, well, she, she's, I say babysitter. She's been hired to watch the house. Well. Um, the owners go out and they're 
invalid mother is upstairs and they've been she's been told don't go upstairs don't talk to her don't talk, don't do anything oh. just stay away from her um and one of them just, is yeah, it's one of them you, as the film goes on you just keep wondering what, what's wrong with the woman but yeah it, it pays off in the end definitely I will I, oh it's two for three pounds look at that man <laughs> There we go. I think they actually released it on a VHS as well. Like a special edition. Oh, I mean, that's fantastic. Look at that. Enemy Mine and House of the Devil. Three pound. A boom, boom. <laughs> Music magpie. Oh, nice. What else we got? Okay, now this one, I, I was looking forward to this because I love this guy. Um, and he's, he's Scandinavian. He starred in possibly my... I want to say favourite, but I don't want to say favourite because I want to I want to say I'm, I'm true to Roger Moore and Live and Let Die. Mm. But this guy was shit-hot in Casino. None other than Mads Mikkelsen. And this film is a 2018 Arctic. Now, first of all, fucking hell. He shot this film, do you know what I mean, for two weeks. Two weeks in fucking, you know, Arctic conditions. So hats off to you. Hats off to you. Um, it basically it, it it starts. There's no fucking around with it. It starts and and he's 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 basically um, a passenger in a plane that's crashed um, in the Arctic, and that's how it starts. From the first scene, the plane's already crashed. There's there's no survivors. Um and he's he's just he's just surviving. Um there's no other he goes about there, there's one. There's one this is this is why it's so clever. Because it basically it treats the film like a silent movie, a lot of it. Because of it just being him. Hmm. Um a lot of a lot of ignorant people would turn it off. Yeah. You know? A lot of ignorant people would turn it off, but it's the this this again. It's one of them. It's one of them that you kind of like. You're waiting. You're waiting. You wait. You're either waiting for the rescue, or you're waiting for death. You, you, do you know what I mean? But there's just. I mean, he goes about his days. The the day, day to day is Groundhog Day for him. He knows how long it's going to take for the because in the Arctic. It's only like four hours, four hours daylight, isn't it? Yeah, something stupid like that. Um, so he basically he goes about his day. He's got he's got his fishing holes and all all that shit. And then he's obviously got all his setup where he catches fish, he puts them on ice, and he he just basically lives off eating raw fish. Um, I know, I know. Um. And then obviously spends the the second half of the day basically doing one of these wind up radios to see if he can get a signal for anyone 
you know what I mean, around about. Um, so it it kicks off basically where he goes to find find his fish one day, and this box has just been absolutely smashed to bits. Um, and he realizes he's being fucking hunted by a polar bear. Um, I hope it hasn't got blue eyes. To, <laughs> to which he basically go, he goes on the retreat into panic, um, and the polar bear is stalking him. Um, he goes around one morning, and to his, you know what I mean, disbelief, there's an helicopter, and it catches sight of him. But the thing the helicopter doesn't get was doesn't count on is obviously in the Arctic it's it's horrific winds and it blows the helicopter and the helicopter crashes to which he goes obviously um, on a mission to obviously retrieve what you know what I mean what he can and he finds this woman's survivor um so he basically start he cares for her as well. And then he, but then he, then he's like left with a shall I shan't I type of thing. Mm. You know what I mean? It's do I do I stay and die, or do I make an attempt to save both of us? So that's what he does. He straps himself up, straps her to this thing, and he just pulls her. Um, it's. It's I I I really really enjoyed it. Um, like you say, you know they they only him and this woman only share a couple of words because she's like, um, in and out of consciousness. Yeah. Um, but a lot of it he does actually speak Scandinavian. He speaks his own language. At the start of it, he speaks. You you hear him speak speaking English. Um, and then obviously this woman's. You know, she, she speaks Scandinavian, so then you hear Mads Mikkelsen speaking his own language. I think he's a Dane, isn't he? Yeah, he's Danish. Um, yeah, so it's a, it's a very, very, very good film. Um, anyone that's anyone that's into like um, you know your survival, um, I'm not talking, I'm not talking Rugerhauer films or you know. <laughs> Nick Nolte or Gary Bushy throwing a black guy, <laughs> throwing a black guy, you'll get iced tea and you've got one of them game fucking hunting films where they hunt the black guy. Um, I can't I watched that. I watched that the other day. The fucking dog shit film. I can't remember what it's called now. Um, what was it called? With Gary Bushy. Yeah, it's got Gary Bushy in it. Gary Bushy. Um, Oh, if I want to say surviving the game, it would it would be it would either be late eighties, mid mid to late eighties, or possibly mid early nineties. I can't remember. Yeah, surviving the game ninety four. Surviving the game ninety four. Um, fucking terrible. <laughs> fucking terrible. Um, but I do like Gary Bushy. Yeah. I love Gary Bushy. I think he's quality. He's still got that same thing. So he's the same character that he was in Under Siege. <laughs> you know? Um, but Arctic. 
Yeah. You've got. Uh, yes. Yeah. Right, yes. Even track it down. It's good, man. It is. It's very. It's very good. You, you've got. You've got to be. You've got to be patient with it. Um. But it's. I wouldn't want to be caught. Oh, I wouldn't want to be stranded in that fucking. Oh shit, man! I, I think I'd probably kill myself. If I'm honest. Well, oh, rather than eat raw fish, yeah. Yeah, no, man, there's no burgers or anything there. Oh, he does, he does get a bit excited when he finds a lighter. <laughs> he, he proper gets excited, like. Sure. There's, there's a moment when he's searching through the helicopter and all the wreckage, and he comes along a few things and he finds a lighter, and he just starts flicking it and flicking it, and he goes going quicker, and this little smile appears on his face. Sure, even if I wanted to, I'd never eat raw fish after seeing Return of the King and they showed that close-up of um, Gollum shoving a raw yeah. fish into his mouth. Wow. Oh, Gollum. Love Gollum. You make a she. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, I was going to go with a more modern one that I've watched this week, but since you mentioned um, Mads McKelson, who, of course, was in Casino Royale, um, I'll mm-hmm. smoothly segue into another James Bond star. Well, um, so I think uh, this was a couple of years before he became James Bond. Uh, Sir, the late great Sir Roger Moore. Oh, what a guy! Um, he actually said this was his favourite role because um, it was a film he actually got to act in rather than just being all white teeth and flippant. Um, it's. A psychological thriller. Roger Moore in a psychological thriller. Yeah, that's what I mean. He really does act, and not only does he act his ass off, he gets to kind of play two roles in it. Um, it's called the man who haunted himself. So it's basically it's basically about. Um, it starts off. Roger Moore is driving his Rover. And this strange look comes across his face, and all of a sudden, I you know, love, I love, I love how you said that. <laughs> he's driving his rover. His he's driving his rover. <laughs> there's a reason. I think that's great. There's a reason I have to point out the the, the make of the car. I'll tell you now. So he unbuckles the seat belt, and all of a sudden he starts to speed up, and he's cutting through right. traffic. He's basically being a dangerous driver. Right. Very much like James Bond, really. Um, mm-hmm. And then it sort of fades into him in a Lamborghini. Right. And then all of a sudden he crashes and he's on the operating table and then he's got two heartbeats. The fuck? So and as the film goes on, he starts meeting people in work and stuff and they're going, oh, I saw, saw you last week, you ignored me, you walked straight past me. I was, I was in Spain last week, what are you on about? And then he goes to like his um, gentleman's, not a gentleman's club, like a billiard club. Yeah. And he was like, oh, the hell of a game of snooker you played on Thursday. He was like, I was in Spain on Thursday. I wasn't here. Then another mate comes over. He goes, yeah, is that a five I owe you? What's this for? I bet on that game of snooker. Well, I didn't play snooker last week. I was in Spain. So as the film goes on, he slowly starts to realise he's got a doppelganger who's pretending to be him. And they keep seeing this Lamborghini parked outside the house, and then people, more people, keep uh, saying that they've seen him. And he's 
He's in a swimming pool at one point and he bumps into this woman, the photographer, and she smiles at him and as if she knows him. Obviously, he's never seen her before. Um, so like then he goes to a casino with his wife and the woman's there again and she smiles up at him and he's like, so uh, she goes, you never told me you were married. He went, should I have done? I only bumped into you once in, in the swimming pool. She went, well, no, you could have mentioned it when you were in bed, though. Hey. So yeah, he's bas well basically he's haunting himself, but it's his doppelganger who's doing all this crazy shit behind his back, pretending to be him. And then he there's a it finally comes to them com confronting each other at the end, but it builds up to his confrontation. He keeps going to catch him, and he just misses him. Whoa! I'm gonna have to watch that. But you're, you're, you're not quite sure show. until the very end if he's actually got a double or if he's just going crazy. I mean, it hasn't aged well. You can tell it was in the 70s. But yeah. The plot itself, I think, holds it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was three years before he started playing Bond. Apparently, he turned, oh, he turned it down for years because he didn't think he could follow Sean Connery. I see. Now, I, I, I stand by it. I know a lot of people like like Sean Connery, but Roger Moore's my favourite Bond. <laughs> With, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Um, I like Connery, but I like I like older Connery. Yeah. I, I love older Connery, man. First first time I ever saw Connery was, was Highlander. First time I ever laid eyes on him um, was Islander, and then I just, I just love that white beard. I just, I just, I don't know, I, I did just didn't like him as a Bond, and I just, I just love the fact that Roger Moore pulls every woman. Oh yeah, it just, you know what I mean? Roger's, Rod, Roger's got Roger Silk. Yeah, Rod Rogers, you know what I mean? Rod Rod. Rogers, Roger Moore's balls are like a baby's bum. <laughs> you know, uh, the guy, the guy's just—I don't know—he he didn't like his work as Bond, did he? When when he when he finished it? I, no, I don't think so. Um, because say he wasn't—he just didn't seem like an actor. Did no, no Bond does. Yeah, I mean Daniel Craig's kind of fallen out of love with it by the sounds of it. Yeah, um, well. I think I think it's just because they're playing the same role and it's sort of cartoony because they have to have certain I've, mannerisms. Yeah. You see, I I found over the years I've gone from being a very very. I I used to love James Bond. And I got to this kind of period where. I th I actually do believe it's probably time to call it a day. I know that I know there's money money in it, but you know, and people people like it, but to me the last great Bond film was, was Casino Royale. Mm. I didn't like Spectre, couldn't stand that. Didn't like Quantum of Solace. I just felt that I know I like the path that Craig has taken because Craig on un, un Unlike any other Bond before him, his films have been about a story. 
You know what I mean? Not not so much follow-ons, yeah. but is yeah, they've had is, a story. Is out. actual. Yeah, he's had a story going into comic, you know, flowing through every bond that he's done. You know, obviously, oh, see, this is why I don't like it. Losing Jane, Dame Duty Dench. Oh no, it crippled <laughs> me. It did. It crippled me. I was just like, no, man, you just you just killed off a main one of the main characters, and then they go and. Do what they did with them. She got to drop the only F bomb in Bond films, though. Yeah. What? <laughs> that was brilliant. Brilliant. I've really you fucked know, this up, haven't I? Yeah. I just <laughs> very brilliant. I just didn't like Spectre. I thought Spectre was absolute dog shit. Uh, I wouldn't say I hated it. Um, I don't know. I think I can see why Daniel Craig has fallen out of love with it. Hmm. I think I because would, all of the modern ones, I would say Spectre's more like the older ones. It's got more yeah, of those I know you mean. Bond Star- things in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think I want to see more Roger Moore serious acting like he was in The Man Who Wanted Himself, though. I don't know if he's done any other thrillers. Uh, I'll have to have a look through his extensive filmography. He's done a hell of a lot and all that. Oh, yeah. He was in fucking Spice World. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> right, I think I've got two more left. I mean, how many you got? Got one. Uh, I got two now. I've just remembered man who wanted himself, yeah. Right. Um, right. This one is. It's. How can I put it? Um, it's strong. Right. It can it it can touch you. It, it touches you, but it can it, you know what I mean. It can really make you angry. Mm. Um, it's not well. I'm gonna start with start with one of. Oh, you see, you don't think anyone will know. I'm just one kid. I'll tell you tell you the main main actor, Paddy Constantine. Oh, I love him. Paddy, I like Paddy Constantine. I think he's cracking. Quality actor. Um, the director, Shane Meadows. 2004 Dead Man's Shoes. I haven't seen it, but I've heard of it. Oh, my God. I'm not going to say too much then. Um, this Basically, what this centres around is a place where an ex-soldier grew up. Um, he returns to uh, basically look after his brother. Now, there's endless amounts of... He's basically... He's got PTSD. Right. He's got PTSD, and he's a fucking nutcase. (laughs) He's a nutcase. Um, As you say, it's one of them films... This is going to be a quick one from me. Um... This, it, it's in my top ten films of all time, and it's in it for a reason. It's, it's not funny in any way. It's a very, very serious plot. Um, it's got some intense, intense moments in it, and Paddy Constantine as as the the main actor. Wow. 
it, it, do you know what? This 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 is this is why I say British material is the best on the planet. It's not me being biased because I'm British. It's because if do you know what? If if American directors got more kind of got rid of this fucking the shit they do and may you know I don't know when it went into the Bronx. You know what I mean, Harlem, and filmed a day in Harlem. You know what I mean from a, you know what I mean, a person's perspective. It would be a shit hot movie mm. because it's real life. Instead, they're so so wrapped up in just you know what I mean, shooting crap. Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> well, this 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 they're basically dead man's shoes. I can't I say I can't I can't say too much. You got to watch it, does. Right. You, you have to watch it. I want I want to hear from you next week what you thought of it. I say I can't say too much for it because it'll just ruin it. Yeah. It's one of them films that has spe- specific specific moments play into specific things, and but for me, it's this. This is one of the I I like I like the ten rating, IMDb ten rating, but this got a seven point seven out of ten on IMDb, and I say it was underrated. I don't pay attention to IMDb ratings. You know, I say it was underrated. I think, if I'm honest, you you say it when you when you've watched it, mm. but it's every different for different reasons. But it should be up there with Shawshank. All right. Just, just because how strong it is. You know, it's quality, absolutely astonishing film. Um, oh, Shane Meadows. Shane Meadows. Yeah, yeah. Right. What you got? Okay. More modern one. Uh, is actually a remake of a of an old one. And again, I think this one is underappreciated. Um, just for the fact that it's a remake, I think people were turned off. Like it's nothing like the original. No, it's not. It's a mm-hmm. completely different story, but it's good on its own. Um, mm-hmm. So it stars Marky Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I think you already know what I'm gonna. Actually, didn't know there's two remakes he's done. So one of them's gotta be careful which one I say here, because one of them's dog shit. Um, it's not the one with Tim Roth in it, so it's not Planet of the Apes. <laughs> I do like Tim Roth, and I love Marky Mark, but that film was shite. Um, I feel sick already. <laughs> Tim Burton, what the fuck were you thinking? Yeah, it just that was that was it was catastrophe. The, is what that shit was. The fucking amazing cast they had in that film, and it was so shit. Yeah, it, this to, to be honest with you, Mark, Mark Wahlberg, for me. Um, he doesn't get enough recognition no. for 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 his for his films. Um, for me, he's 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 easily made well films in my top five. The Departed. Yeah. He's fuck. He very much more. like um, what what was the one he did with Ronda Rousey? Uh, something about mile eight, twelve mile, something like that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Same as that. When he when he plays a character, where he gets 22. to run, that's it. Yeah. 
Um, when he plays a character where he gets to rant all the time, he's fucking brilliant. Yeah, I like him when he's angry. Yeah. I love him when he's angry. He flips flips tables, calls you know what I mean. Nothing like a Mark Wahlberg calling you a motherfucker. <laughs> you know, with that very strong New England accent. And then he's got that funny side of him, you know what I mean, when he's acting next to people like um, fucking Will Farrell. Yeah. Um, and the other guys, and obviously Ted. Ted 2 was shit. Ted Ted 1 is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, but I know which one you're going to... I know which one you're going to say. I do know. I think I know which one you're going to say. Yeah. 2014? No, 2003. Oh, no! What did he do in 2014? Um, the Gambler. All oh, right. No, no, it's... Well... Similar, it's a bit of a crime action film. Um, oh, I know which I know which one it is. It's, it's got no, you know, you're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually disappointed I didn't put that line in there, but that's my only criticism. Um, Mark Wahlberg, Charlie's Ferron, Ed Norton, Jason Statham, Seth Green, Donald Sutherland. It's the Italian job. Underrated. Very much. Underrated. Ed, Edward Norton was superb in it. He yeah. was a proper arsehole. <laughs> um, no, I loved it. I loved it. I absolutely loved this film. Um, yeah, it is a com- completely different plot to the original Italian job, and only <laughs> only the intro, the opening scene takes place in Italy, which I think is another thing that threw people off. But yeah, the reason it's called the Italian job is because of the three Mini Coopers. Let's be honest. Yeah, oh, but but. This- Please, Alex, please, please agree with me, Daz. I didn't like the new Mini Coopers. <sighs> I want to still want They're not minis. They're not minis. They're vile. They're too is what big they to are. be a they're, mini. <laughs> they're horrible things. They should never... Whoever came up with that, let's, let's, let's remake the Mini Cooper. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, it was a modern remake, so they had to do the modern minis. I suppose. Classic car, my um, classic car ruined. She she did drive the original Mini Cooper in early on, though. Yeah. I think they just needed the new ones for the for you know the power the performance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it gets way too much hate. It's if you forget about the original. I know it's hard to do, but forget about the original Italian job for a second and just consider this as a standalone film with its own plot and own characters. It's fucking really good. It's, I, 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 you know, I hate people in general. Yeah, but do I don't I. <laughs> fucking it's just it just wind me up. This film shit because it should never have been remade. The Italian Job was a classic. Listen, I, I thoroughly agree with every statement when people say that. I'm I, I'm one of these people that's against mm. remakes. I don't like remakes unless. There, there's, there's proof in the pudding that it's going to be, you know what I mean, w- worth a watch yeah. or worth a gamble. Um, this this was well worth the gamble. Um, director Gary Gray also said it's not strictly a remake; it's more of an homage to the original. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I yeah. think the only well, there's more people in it for a start. Yeah, I think the only connections to the original is the Mini Coopers and the fact that Mark's character is called Charlie Croker. Yeah, yeah. I um, like Statham in it. I did. I love Statham. Yeah. One of the one of the few films <laughs> I like Jason Statham in. Yeah. I'll Actually, look... no. I think I think that's a lie. 
You know what I mean? I think Jason Statham's a guilty pleasure yeah. of everyone. Not just women. You have to watch <laughs> Jason Statham in anything, especially the monk. Oh, the monk. You know, he's Fantastic. a bad man. What the fuck's he doing? He's got to get back and go. Well, I'm not telling him. I'm not telling him. You tell him. I'm not telling him. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. I love the scene where Jason Statham's um, chatting up this um, cable girl and Seth Green's just sort of pretend, you know, make it, doing the voices of what they're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the rating, they're going, Hey, I'm handsome, Rob. What's your name? Oh, I'm Becky, but it's written on my shirt. <laughs> yeah, you're not too bright, are you? No. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I'm not too fond of Seth Green. Uh, I, I blow out and cold with him. I wouldn't say I dislike him. Um, I think he's brilliant in Family Guy, the fact that he takes the piss out of himself. Oh, yeah, yeah. Especially when they rip Robot Chicken and he's just like, fuck you! Yeah. Um, and, of course, Scott Evil. Um, I was going to watch, actually, another film with Seth Green in it this week, and I was going to bring it onto the show, but I didn't get around to watching it. Um, and it also stars Matthew Lillard. How do you say it? Lillard? Lillard? Who played Shaggy in Scooby-Doo. Yeah, I was saying um, Without I like paddle. keeping hackers. Oh, yes. Yeah, I've never seen that. It's, it's always been one I've shied away from. It's not bad. And, of course, the late great Burt Reynolds is in it. Oh, bitch. Deliverance. Yeah. I've only watched it once, and I can't yeah, bring myself me. to watch it again. I'm me. <laughs> That's exactly me. I can't do it. Um, I can't do it. Yeah. I also love the fact that Jason Statham spends most of the film jealous of the fact that Ed Norton's got an Aston Martin Vanquish and he hasn't. Bastard stole my car. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Brilliant. Oh, you got um, Boris as well. Yes. Uh, Boris Lee Krutonog as Yevin. And Alexander Krupa as Mashkov. Yeah, yeah, Mashkov, Krupa, yeah, Yevon and Mashkov. Uh, I like, I like the film. Who's the, the big guy? The massive guy with the tattoos, you know. I can't, oh, can't remember his name um, was. Oh, shit. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I can't remember what his name was in the film, but he's got one of the most memorable lines ever. He just goes, if there's one thing I know, it's you never mess with mothers, mother nature, or mother freaking Ukrainians. Oh. I want to say tiny. tiny. No, I wasn't tiny. Right. I'm just, I'm just looking now. I'm on, I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm on IMDb now. Uh... Macklebury, Shelley Saron, Donald Sutherland, Jason Statham, Seth Green, Yassine Bey, Edward Norton. Skinny Pete. Skinny Pete. <laughs> He's a massive 400 pound guy and they call him Skinny Pete. Skinny Pete. Baby, go relax. I, knew, I, I knew you're on about. Yeah, yeah I, do, I do know you're on about. <laughs> Baby, go relax. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, underrated film. Um, it is massively underrated. Everyone's brilliant in it. Mark Wahlberg's fantastic. Charlie Theron's fantastic. Donald Sutherland's brilliant at the start. As again, we, we mentioned Charlie Theron last week. Yeah. You know, and another one, another one that kind of um, flies under the radar sometimes, and mm. it's probably got a hell of a lot, hell of a lot of stuff that I've never laid eyes on. You yeah. know what I mean? But the stuff that I have seen are in low, low, low budget shit like Monster. Yeah. I, I, I would put my fucking money on that people, a lot of people, ain't seen that film. Or knew it was her. Yeah, exactly. She was butt ugly. Yeah, makeup was fucking fantastic in that film. Amazing, yeah, yeah. You know, that's 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 what WWE fans look like these days. Uh. Mm. They 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 start they start their final years watching WWE and then they look like Julia Roberts, stunning, and then they end up looking like that. <laughs> <laughs> Not naming any names, Sonny. Um, yeah. One bit of trivia I've got to mention about the Italian job remake that I've always found a bit bizarre. There's a scene towards the end when there's an explosion in the street, uh-huh. and there's like a two-second clip of Spider-Man, like uh-huh. like Tobey Maguire false costume Spider-Man running through the crowd. Was that was 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 it? Huh? Really? <laughs> if you watch it, yeah. It's when the side of the truck gets blown off, and everyone starts panicking, running around the street, and it's like it's like a two seconds, split second clip. Of and it's actually Toby Maguire. It it looks like the suit that Toby Maguire had. Yeah, it's like a proper Spider-Man suit. It's not a fancy dress costume. I wonder, if they, were doing that. Like I wonder that. if they were doing a double shoot or something. I don't know because this was in LA, I think, and I'm sure Spider-Man was filmed in New York. Yeah, it was. I think um, I think I'm sure I'm sure two of the Tobey Maguire films yeah. were filmed in New York. Apparently, I think it's because it was filmed in LA, and there's a lot of proper, you know, full-time cosplayers in LA, uh, and they just happen to catch them on camera as an extra. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> fucking awesome! You'd run out of webbing. That's brilliant. Uh, explosion goes off, Spider-Man shits himself and runs through the crowd. Brilliant. <laughs> All this. But yeah, underrated. Go give Italian job another go. Yeah, definitely. I'll go watch that. I think I'm going to watch that later on, actually. Hey. Right. Okie dokie. Now, I've, I've got a thing for this woman. Still to this day, <laughs> as, as, as I did growing up, um... She was in classics, classic films like Tequila Sunrise and Private Benjamin. Mm. This 1986 Goldie Hawn Wildcats. Not only, not only just good, not only has it just got Goldie Hawn in this man, this has got. Um, Wesley Snipes, Woody Harrelson. Um, it, it's it's got a few well-known ones. Um, Emmett Walsh. Oh yeah, I know him. Um, Emmett Walsh. Um, who else we got? Who else we got? LL Cool J. LL Cool, yeah. <laughs> um, 
it's it's got a fair few well well known faces that you've you've seen crossover. Not so much well known, Rec- but you've seen. Yeah, yeah. This is this is this is fucking this this is easily. I, my missus says I buy some shite. I buy <laughs> I buy gems. I buy stuff which has a positive effect. Like you grow up and you and you watch a film and you. you We've gone through them. We've gone through them evolution of films. So we've gone VHS, DVD, Blu-ray. God knows what's coming next. I don't actually think everything. I think everything's going to go d- digital. Yeah. Um, if I'm honest. Um, but this is basically it's about it's about a woman. She's got she's 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 going through a divorce. Um, she's a she's a teacher. But her dream job is to basically coach JV football in America. When every you know a woman can't do that type of thing, and in, in the industry it is. And she basically begs for this chance with the, with with the school high school she's working, and they're not for having it. So they find they give her, they give her this opportunity um, in this. It's a school. It's, it's you can tell it's 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 a real. I would say real life. This is how I imagine America in like the in the eighties nineties. Schools were hard as fuck, and she basically gets this job working for this this school in Kingston, and everyone just laughs at her like she won't last a week, because <laughs> it's just no 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 one lasts coaching or teaching in this school everyone leaves and she goes there and she basically um she breaks them she she just she breaks them down man it's just it's this it, it's fucking just looking at the rating now we've got an imdb six six out of ten i disagree i disagree no i disagree because i've seen films Thank you. There's my daughter interrupting. Get out! Um, she brought me music, but I've got music back by through the post. Way! <laughs> I have it all. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, it's. You see, the thing is with American football is, I've only become a big fan over the last few years. I would say, I would say, the last six years. Um, um, and yes, people. I, 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 the, the very my my team probably is based on the fact that they won the Super Bowl and it was the Patriots. Um, because I just fell in love with fucking New England Patriots, and it, you know when you see like American football films made today, they're actually made on true life things that happened. I think there's one called Miracle. I think. Um, what Denzel Washington did one called "Remember the Titans." Yeah. Al Pacino's been in one, which is "Any Given Sunday," which is an absolute classic. And um, "Remember the Titans" is a classic. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot out. Um, American football films, which are basically race related, as well. Um, a lot of touching. A lot, a lot, a lot of touching films, but this one is just sheer comedy. It's just honestly, it's sheer comedy. Um, 
it's about her basically just wanting to just she just wants a chance and the team won't give her a chance and she basically just she, she sets the ball straight um, she's like listen you know I'm going to give you an opportunity to force me out and she does she basically races them around this track she said last last one last one standing type of thing and that that's how she gets the win, wins wins their wins them over it's an I, I I love it but but to be honest with you I love the fact that I love what people would call shitty films no yeah, if if, if, this, if this yeah if this was on a shelf right and it was next to let's let's put it in a row of 10 films and you've got to buy one of them you know intelligent people would pick this up and go ooh never seen this why would you put this amongst Shawshank Redemption they go that's the that's the gold one I'm going to put in there let's put Spider-Man 1 in there with Tobey Maguire you're not going to pick that shit up um uh Dangerous Minds is another. I, I think it's a fucking one that people would probably not pick up. Um, and then you're going to have modern day films, you know. But you you would not pick the most people would not pick this up because they would look at it and go, "Oh fucking hell, it's made in it's it's made in 1986." And that that is that is the attitude of a lot of people. I mean, my, I've said this last last week. My era is eighties to ninety-five. Yeah, I, I still to this day, I just you know what I mean. And, and a lot, and some, and some cracking films before. You know what I mean? The eighties, obviously. Once upon a time in America. Um, there's a new one that's supposed to be very, very good. Actually, it's it's out now called um, Once Upon a Time in London. It's about the original gangsters before the craze came in in the fifties. Um, it's it's got it's got actors that are in every fucking football hooligan film, like. <laughs> but it's supposed to be very very good, and I might have to give that a little watch. But yeah, that's 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 uh, that's my last one, and that's Wildcats. Gotta watch it, man. It's even the trailer's fantastic. Trailer's fantastic. It's just typical you know what i mean 80s trailers i love them mm. you, you, you know the, the, the start of the trailer where you can almost hear because they the film it's like they're filming the trailer off off another separate camera and you can hear the real <laughs> <laughs> okay so last one is a series i've only just noticed every everything we've done on this one has been a film apart from this one um, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Um, but for some reason Netflix um cocked it cocked themselves up for me because um I flicked through, and you know when you leave it for a couple of seconds, it starts playing a trailer in the background or whatever. Yeah. Um, I give it a watch. I press play. Didn't realize until two or three episodes in that they've started me on season two. What? <laughs> uh, no, I've had that, you know. I've yeah. had that back to front series, yeah. Um, but luckily, 
Um, season one and two aren't connected. It's an anthology series, so it's a different story each season. Um, <clears throat> oh, right, okay. So I'll finish season two and then I'll go and watch season one. Uh, it's called Slasher. Slasher. And it is it, it basically what it says on the tin. It's about a serial killer. Um, but season two, I'm actually quite glad they started me off on season two because it's got very much a Friday the 13th vibe to it. Uh, because season two set in what used to be a camp. Um, <clears throat> so it starts, I can't say too much, obviously, about the plot, but it starts off um, with a group of camp counsellors and they show you this right in the trailer bit when you hover on the title. Um, <clears throat> so one girl, they're, they're all drunk and this group sort of just turns on one girl and you kind of get the gist that they're going to kill her. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, she the, the girl gets killed. Uh, you fast forward five years and the group decides to go back up there to move her body, basically. So yeah. They get there, and it's no longer a camp. It's been turned into basically a happy haven for hippies, you know, yoga-loving yeah, yeah, vegans. Yeah. I get you. I get you. Fucking, we all love each other. Shut up. Yeah, that's that's, that's America. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Why? Why? We we only we we see that we see that shit once a year yeah. or twice a year in the UK. It's called downloading Glastonbury. <laughs> you, you 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 have designated places for for three hundred and sixty five days a year. Well, yeah. Why? Why? Why do people feel the need to go and take LSD and smoke shit tons of weed and put their arm around just this random guy and then just end up having a conversation about Star Trek or Star Wars and Yoda? Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, But there is one guy there and he's cooking a steak. And the leader basically just turns around and goes, you know... Is it really a steak? Yeah, it is. Um, oh. And she just reminds him, you know, again, we are trying to be a vegan community. And he's like, tell you what, you cook me a tofu steak as good as this one, and I'll consider it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, the, um, the original group, they go to move the body. And obviously it's a skeleton at this point, five years later. But they shift all these rocks around and they find out the body's been moved already. So already shits, oh, shit. it shits at the fan. Uh, and then, all, of course, one by one, there's a new killer and they start dropping one by one. Um, and you don't know who the killer is. I'm on episode six or seven and I think they've only just kind of revealed who it is. So, uh, yeah, it it, it kind of shows a backstory for each character with each episode as well. So um, Why have I not heard of this? I hadn't heard of it until I scrolled across it. It's only been going... Um, well, the third, se- the third series is out this yeah. year. Yeah. Why have I not seen this, man? I've had Netflix for ages, and I'm supposed to get, like, notifications on all the new stuff which is coming. It's It's got pretty not bad ratings, either. I mean, forget IMDb and all that shit. They're on sixes oh. with everything, but um, 91% of users like this. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. I mean, the fact... I'm pretty sure they only kill one character in each episode, um, if not less. Uh, oh, so... There's a hell of a lot of stuff on Netflix, man. Yeah. hell of a lot of stuff, which... Do you know what? 
I watch a lot of shit on Netflix, but no. <laughs> there is uh, a lot of stuff. The other thing is Mrs. Bowers, isn't it? Uh, Leslie Hope. Um, she's actually the only actress I've seen before. Obviously, Jack's wife from 24. Yes. Um, but, I mean, everybody else are pretty good, to be fair. Um, oh, actually, no. She's not in this season, but Katie McGrath is in it as well. He was in Merlin. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, she's, she must be one of the other seasons. But, yeah, so <laughs> the only other thing, I'm only halfway through this season. Like I said, I'm on six or seven, and I think there's 14 episodes in a season. Wow, and so I'm... now they've kind of, like, they've they've kind of found out who the killer is in six. Yeah. And there's still a shit ton to there's go. There's like. half the season to go, so I have no idea where they're going to go from here. Um, there's still quite a few people to kill. <laughs> um, yeah. Is it gruesome? It's fucking. Oh, there's guts, there's blood everywhere. It's sick. I like it. I like uh, it. Yeah, I like it's got an 18 on Netflix. 18. <laughs> so you don't see that anymore. Yeah, exactly. It's got to be gruesome. You don't to get see an 18. that. Yeah. There, like I, wonder a... if it's, I wonder if it's come from Shudder. Possibly, because I know Netflix have got a, a firm uh, thing now, haven't they? they? They've got a partnership with Shudder now. Is it yeah, called Shudder? I think so. Shutter, Shutter. See that that one that that streaming site for just horror films. Uh, I don't know what it's called. Sh- yeah, I think it is Shudder. Yeah, I'm sure they've got a con- they've got a contract with them now. I think I'm, I'm sure I've seen is quite it, a is few. Is it Netflix or Amazon? I'm not sure. One of one of them. One of them has. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's Netflix. But yeah, there's some there's some gruesome shit on that Shudder man. Mm. Um, proper well, nasty stuff. I can describe two of the deaths. Like one. Uh, one girl gets her eyes gouged out with a, like a tiny, rusty metal rod, which is pretty gruesome, and she just gets left. With her eyes gouged out, one hand over her mouth and one hand over her ear. Obviously, see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. Um, there's another one you get to run over by a snowmobile and they just show the body and it's just basically a coat and blood. And, <laughs> and guts and sausages. Sausages! <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it's a gruesome whodunit, basically. And like I say, it's mm. set in an old camp, so it's got a very much Friday the 13th feel to it. See, film films or films like that were were decent back in back in the nineties. Yeah. Scream when it first dropped, man. Urban Legends was decent. Yeah, I remember a and, time when I thought Scream was bloody know, as fuck. It's not, and then, not too gruesome compared I to think, these days. Um, I know what you did last summer, the first one before they started putting stupid pop artists in there like Kelly yeah. Rowlands and you know when just, you just like um, you say you, you just take bets who's gonna die first, gotta be the black girl. Gotta be. Well, she is actually the victim. <laughs> the original <laughs> victim. Um, yeah, it was Jennifer Love Hewitt in the first... I know what you did last summer, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 I haven't seen that for years. It's a good film. I, I enjoyed it. I, li- I, li- I like that film, I do. I'll probably watch it now and I'll go, God, this is shit. <laughs> well, the Scream, I like. Sc- yeah. The original Scream's fantastic. I was pleasantly surprised with the fourth one they did as well. The the well, it wasn't a reboot. Well, it was a well they did the t- the TV series, didn't they, on Netflix? I've never watched it. Ah, I didn't like it. 
Did you not? I've never no, watched it. I mean, it started off all right, but then you get a few episodes into it, and it's just basically 90210. Oh, God. I don't want to watch that, then. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's all right. Yeah, I, I gave up on it. But yeah, Slash well, it got cancelled really anyway, good. didn't it? Yeah. Like the majority of <laughs> shit now that comes out today. Um, I wish they'd just announce as soon as they're releasing it. Yeah, this is getting cancelled in six weeks. Yeah, yeah, like they did with uh, Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. I did watch some of the first episode and didn't get into it. It's shite. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't see the point in a film, you know what I mean, that was, well, again, made in the 80s. Yeah. The film's actually not that bad. No, I kind of remember the film when I was a kid. You know, if you're going to release Swamp Thing, then you might as well release to- redo Toxic Avenger. Mm. Which was terrible. Yeah, <sighs> so, there we go. That's it. Do you, want, do you want to know what I bought from my music magpie? <laughs> yeah. I bought, I got a film, which I'm going to watch, because I'm going to, I'm going to review the Charlie's Ferrons in it. Charlie's Ferron, Marky Mark, Joaquin Phoenix, James Caan, The Yards. That's a nice cast. It's a very nice cast, dude. It's a very nice cast. And then I got Free Jack. <laughs> I said, I've got Free Jack. And I got picked up a film because it was on two for three quid. And it's got Mark Wahlberg and Russell Crowe. And it's called Broken City. Mm. I've heard of it. But I've never seen it. No. It's also got um, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Um... Oh, it's got that Spanish guy. I see Catherine Zeta-Jones is in it. God bless her. <laughs> There's a few, few doctors in it. But yeah, the yards, one man, kind of gripped me a bit. Man, I'm looking now. Like, how the hell did he look so young in 2000? in the New York City subway yards after serving time in prison and taking the fall for a group of friends Leon Man- Mark Wahlberg wants to get his life back on track and goes to one place he thinks will be safe but in the yards there, there, where his uncle now pulls the strings safe oh yeah see I don't have to say no more <laughs> that's the shit right there Uh, so basically, a, a, a large Mark Wahlberg collection. Yes. Uh, what, uh, did you pick up Fear? Do you know what I mean? I did. I've ordered it. No, good. <laughs> good, good. I ordered it at the same time as I ordered these. <laughs> yeah, I know Mr. Larkin's a big fan of Fear with a psychopathic Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, I ordered it at the same time I ordered these. At least I think I did. You know, like I say, I order that many in the music. He goes, why are you ordered more stuff off fucking music bag by? Uh, um, right, for the closing trailer. Um, two oh. of my two of my picks have been on the last couple of weeks, and I'm happy to go with Arctic. Go with it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I want to see the trailer myself, actually. It's good, man. Yeah. 
Alright, this week's recommendation is Arctic, starring Mads Mikkelsen. What a guy. He's a fantastic Bond villain. He is one. Only man on screen to uh, tickle James Bond's balls. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna watch a film of his Valhalla Rising. Yeah. I've got that. I've got that saved to watch in the next couple of days. Hmm. And do you know what? I might go back and give Hannibal a go. I was just about to say I didn't like Hannibal. Sometimes I think you've got to you've got to force yourself to yeah, watch I these I, things. I don't. Think I it have was to him. do that, you know, with Game of Thrones. You know, I I didn't like the cop. Mm. I didn't like the cop because I think I was kind of still relating to the to to obviously Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. And I still and I love Jodie Foster. You know, I, it was yeah. But you see some of some of the spin-offs of um, Hannibal and mm. Silence of the Lambs. Um, Hannibal Rising was was very good. Yeah, and I like it got that one. shit on that film. Did it got absolutely torn to pieces, and I thought it was fantastic. I like the fact that they used Germans and you know what I mean. I think the original the the, the lad actor in it was a German, wasn't he? Is um... sure he was German by. Yeah. I yeah. think his name was. Yeah. Gaspar Juliel. Um, he's French. He's French, right? Okay. Yeah, he does, um, he does adverts now for a friend, uh, Yves Saint Laurent. Ah, right. Well done, son. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then Red Dragon, I liked as well. Yeah. Red Dragon, I like that. Um, and then you've got the obviously the original one, which was called Manhunter, haven't you? Yeah. Which was very, very good. That one had a uh, Tom Noonan in. Yeah. Um. Oh, I might have to go back and watch fucking all the fucking animals now. Mm. Yeah, I might have to. Because I can't really see. I'm, I'm, I reckon that's a challenge, huh? I want people to actually... When we watch films, I want people to kind of, like, comment and kind of, like, have they heard of these, like, films that we talk about? You know what I mean? Obviously, Italian Job and stuff like that, but, yeah. like, like for instance, um, uh, Hannibal Rising, Wildcats. You know, if you had heard of Wildcats in America, man, shame on you, because that's your, that's your country's sport. Um... There's another film I might want to watch. It's got Shaquille O'Neal in it and Nick Nolte, and it's about uh, Shaquille's Shaquille O'Neal's career as a basketball player coming up through a college called Blue Chips, I think it's called. I thought you were going to say Steel then. Oh no 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 no! no. <laughs> Definitely not. Um, no no. I was Quite. I was only, I was pretty young when I watched it last. Um, <laughs> I don't remember why it was so bad, but I remember it was bad. Shaquille O'Neal, that's why. <laughs> it's like, it's like, do you know what? I don't like Space Jam. I can't stand it. Really? Film. I hate it with a passion. I hate it. I really don't like the film. I will not be watching anything to do with that number two. Doesn't interest me in the slightest. I finally found someone who doesn't like Space Jam. I hate it. I hate it. 
real passionate hatred. <laughs> Fucking oh, despising. I've just Wikipedia steal. Yeah. With Shaquille O'Neal. Um, I, I, and it, it cost 16 million to make. Do you know how much yeah. it made? I'm going to say about two and a half. 1.7. Oh my God. <laughs> that's mental. That's got Shaq in it. Yeah. You would think millions would be. You know what I mean? Flocking to see that. Especially, well, what year was it made? Only 97. So. Obviously, he was pretty big then. I think he was playing with the late. Um, was he Lakers then? No, no, he wouldn't have been Lakers. Um, trying to think, ninety-seven. Part of me wants to say Miami Heat. Ninety-seven. Hang on, let's have a look. Uh, fucking hell. Los yeah, LA Lakers. LA Lakers. Yeah. He was with the Lakers, so Los Angeles is a big you know, do you know what I mean? Bloody hell. I'm surprised. That's just surprising, that is. I think we need to have a look for a trailer for Steel to see if that put people off. Oh god, I know I know I know I know, I know you can look for it, I'm not. <laughs> it was shite. Uh, well either way we're gonna preview Arctic now. Uh, at the end of this episode uh, so that's what we've been watching you've been listening to Dazzy and the Butcher check out our other shows including Throne Zone and of course the Max Wrestling Podcast has a special this weekend which is Trivia Takeover 4.0 Curse of Champions uh, you can catch it all on the Four Corner Network at fourcornernetwork.wix.com slash podcasts you can find me at Dazzy Brand and Dazzy MWP the Butcher is available at TOG69BHITB. Yeah. On Twitter. Or Col- Colby Cooper's mum. Yeah, on Twitter, where you're not going to find Colby Cooper anymore. Yeah. Little in joke. We'll see you next time. Yippee ki yay, motherfuckers.
Okay. 